You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. OMG, we thank you so much for tuning into tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the program. This for the weekend of Friday, September 24th. 2021. It's our 26th year on the air. And what might be so important about this date? The fact that this next week is your last chance this year to call in and participate and win prizes in the huge, gigantic, big Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Right. Not your last chance to call in and participate, just no. your last chance to call in and participate for the giveaway. This, yeah, this for this particular, giveaway. particular this year's yes. summer giveaway. By the way, that voice is... Chris Graveline. Oh, and I'm Dave Graveline. And you missed an opportunity with your OMG. You could OMG, it's hour three! <laughs> I didn't miss the opportunity. I just thought that would have been dumb. Why would I say that? Well, that's that's why I'm here. Oh, I you, do the dumb stuff. You, boy, you got that right. But he's right about that. It is hour three. If you don't hear all three hours of the program every week on your favorite radio station, then subscribe to our free podcasts. Did I mention they're free? No charge. You can subscribe to them, and you can get them on all the popular podcast platforms. OMG, they're free! Oh, gosh. <laughs> We've created a monster. We do have some tech news and commentary for you, and getting back to more of your calls and questions and concerns. The epic battle between, well, Epic Games and Apple continues. <laughs> How epic. Um, it appears Fortnite won't be headed back to iPhones and iPads anytime soon. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney this past Wednesday said that Apple told the game maker that Fortnite won't be allowed on Apple devices until the court appeals process is final, which could take years. Whoa. Sweeney tweeted, Late last night, Apple informed Epic that Fortnite will be blacklisted from the Apple ecosystem until the exhaustion of all court appeals, which could be as long as a five-year process. And you know what they said? Huh. Apple, you suck. Yeah. Um, included in his tweet was an image of what appeared to be a letter from Apple's lawyers. Really? Yeah. They have lawyers? Apparently. <laughs> They're probably on uh, every other office in that big ring in Cupertino. Yeah. They got so many of them. As much as we slam anti-social media like Facebook and Instagram and others, at least TikTok, who we also slam often, announced a slew of new well-being resources to support users on their platform. In a blog post published last week, the company detailed new ways to prioritize the, as they call it, well-being and mental health of its users. Updates and additions coming to the app apparently include an expanded guide on eating disorders and suicide, expanded search interventions for trigger words or phrases, and updated warning labels for sensitive content. So we'll see how that all goes and how it works on TikTok. Stay tuned. We'll report back. 
Speaking of social media, in a pair of lawsuits, anti social media, anti-social media mm-hmm. in a pair of lawsuits that were made public on Tuesday, shareholders alleged that Facebook agreed to pay billions of dollars extra on top of an, an initial fine sought by the Federal Trade Commission in 2019. Of course, because they've got money they don't know what to do with. Right. And they did it apparently to protect CEO Mark Zuckerberg from personal liability related to a massive data leak probe. Oh. In lawsuits filed last month in Delaware's Chancery Court, two groups of shareholders cited internal discussions among Facebook's board members in alleging that they authorized a $4.9 billion overpayment of the fine to shield Zuckerberg, the company's co-founder and largest stockholder, and COO Sheryl Sandberg. One of the suits alleges, quote, Zuckerberg, Sandberg, and other Facebook directors agreed to authorize a multi-billion dollar settlement with the FTC as an express quid pro quo to protect Zuckerberg from being named in the FTC's complaint, made subject to personal liability or even required to sit for a deposition. But see, I'm glad we named them anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So see how that goes. And in yet another story about anti-social media paying some big bucks, Twitter said it agreed to pay more than $800 million, chump change compared to those billions that Fakebook is doing, to settle a consolidated class action securities lawsuit alleging that Twitter deliberately misled investors, what, about user engagement back in 2015. The complaint was based on projections made by Twitter at an event for analysts in 2014, when it said that by 2018, its monthly active users would double to more than 550 million, and its revenue would reach 4.6 billion. Well, that didn't happen. So the hmm. class action lawsuit did happen. And now Twitter has to pay $800 million just to settle that. So what? once again, act at Jack, Twitter's boss, at Jack, yeah, continues to screw people. But he's paying for it, even if it's chump change for them, too. Right. According to a report from the Washington Post, the FBI had digital keys that would have unlocked ransomware attack business data, but withheld those keys for three weeks in a failed bid to target the hackers. Oh, the agency got the encryption keys after gaining access to the servers of the Russia-based criminal gang Revil, or R-Evil, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. I, probably R-Evil. Probably. They are evil. Yeah. Following the group's June attack on meat processing company JBS. The group- so... so They could have acted immediately and saved the company all those problems, but they said, no, 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 we're not going to do anything because we're trying to find this hacker. Right. The group then attacked Miami-based IT firm Kaseya, which said 54 of its clients were directly infected, but also estimated the attacks infected between 800 and 1,500 businesses using the Kaseya software. I remember reading that I think somewhere in Switzerland there was a grocery chain that used their software. They had to shut down all their stores because the software wasn't working. And because the FBI, who hasn't been very good in the news as of late, was dragging their feet in hopes to do something else. And guess what? It would have been somebody very likely outside the U.S. They couldn't have done anything anyway. Yeah. And many of the businesses were forced to resolve the issue on their own at a significant cost. Uh, The FBI reportedly gave Kaseya the decryption key on July 21st, but a Kaseya spokesperson said that the company didn't know how many of its 54 clients were even able to use the key. Oh, my gosh. Ah, crazy, I tell you. Crazy. Elon Musk has tweeted that SpaceX's Starlink will be exiting beta next month, suggesting the service has worked out potential issues and is ready for a broader launch. The move could also mean faster speeds are on the horizon. That, according to our partners at PC Mag, who are also staying on top of this and letting us know what we can share with you. So Elon Musk, there you go, prime time for their Starlink stuff. Yeah. 
If Amazon opens many department stores, as rumored, uh, they could include high-tech dressing rooms and the retailer's own private label clothing brands, according to a Wall Street Journal report. One idea is that customers would use a smartphone app or scan or to scan QR codes of items that they want to try on. Associates would then gather the items and place them in fitting rooms, and the process could eventually become more automated with the use of robots. Once inside, you'd be able to ask for more clothes using a touchscreen, which could also recommend items you might like based on what you've chosen so far. And uh, these could, again, be brought by associates and slid through a sliding door that would maintain your privacy. Awesome. And speaking of robots, Dyson has reportedly been working on designs for robots that could clean your stairs, open drawers, according to recent patents. And a person familiar with the situation, the Dyson's robotic unit, which spent 16 years developing its autonomous vacuum cleaner, has been working on developing a robot that could interact with home appliances. Now, I get the whole climb stairs advantage, right? You got a two-story, like you, a two-story house, yeah. you want it to clean upstairs. But why would you want it to open your drawers huh robber robot well if they can open my fridge grab a beer and bring it to me then then i'm all for that that might be the beginning of this study (laughs) (laughs) they're not there yet but interesting how dyson says we're working on this we can climb stairs and we'll be able to open your drawers to, well, to, to what, which, vacuum which, your well, underwear? Well, say, which drawers are they talking about? Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. We'll wait for you there. Come on, hurry, hurry. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline, somewhat voiceless still, working on it. In our 26th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech. All sorts of cool things available today and into tomorrow, whether they be gadgets and gizmos, products and services, whatever the case. We would love it when you participate on the program. And it's very easy to do. We've got even a brand new way for you to do that. When you visit us at intotomorrow.com, where, of course, you'll find all of our audio and video links to all of our guests so you can see the guest and see the products we're talking about. And, of course, also subscribe to our free podcast. But now there's a new thing on the site. On the right-hand side, on any device that you use, your phone, your tablet, your computer, you'll see a little red Ask Dave microphone button. And you can click that and ask a question, make a comment, help another listener, whatever you would like to do, and participate that way. So between that, we've got app calls, uh, web calls, and even the old-fashioned way still works anytime, 24-7, 800-899-INTO. That's 800 899 Four six eight six. We want to hear from you. 
Our next guest sells an omnidirectional treadmill, if you will, that lets players walk and run and even walk and run backwards, all kind of fun stuff inside video games and VR worlds. He's the founder and CEO of Virtuix, and his name is Jan Goodluck. Jan, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Very well. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Pleasure pleasure to be part of your show. It's a pleasure to have you with us as well. You're doing something quite unique. And uh, and Chris, of course, is also mixing video. And in the control room, they're, they're watching the video of exactly what this device is. We, I was reminded by one of my producers that we interviewed one of your associates at the Game Developers Conference way back uh, in 2014 uh, when you were introducing this, mostly for arcades and maybe shopping malls and, and big operations. Uh, we were even more excited when we heard that you will be introducing a version for consumers. So first of all, tell me a little bit about the company that you founded, and then let's get into the goodies. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, we, we sell the Omni. The Omni, as you mentioned, is an omnidirectional platform um, that lets players walk around inside video games and other virtual reality applications. So it's a wild experience. Um, we've been around for a few years as a company. Uh, we were one of the first companies in this new wave of virtual reality innovation. Uh, in the last few years, we have focused on the commercial markets, mm-hmm. uh, mostly VR arcades, entertainment centers, and sold our, our attraction to those type of venues. And now, uh, excitingly uh, enough, we are bringing the Omni to the home. That is our next our next phase of our company, to bring an Omni system to consumers for home use. And I don't remember at the time, again, way back in 2014, uh, what the cost was, but it was certainly prohibitive, I think, for most consumers. That's why you were, of course, addressing the business end of things, a B2B, if you will. But now the B2C or business-to-consumer operation uh, is very exciting. Do you have a price yet and a potential availability on the Omni for the home? Yep, absolutely. And the Omni for the home, we call the system Omni One. Uh-huh. So Omni One is our upcoming home system. It's not ready yet. We plan to start shipping by the end of this year. Good. Uh, the price will be, it's still not for everybody. It's uh, around, it's $2,000 for the complete system, okay. uh, including a headset. So it's a complete entertainment system that works out of the box. Uh, it's, you know, towards our investors, we often use the term Peloton for gamers. Oh, I like that. And and it's a great analogy because it does kind of drive that point home because you are writing it, if you will. You are engaged. And a lot of folks listening and, of course, watching the video at intotomorrow.com are able to say, yeah, VR is very cool. We've talked about it for years, of course. But we've also talked about how with the exception of some gaming, it really hasn't found a niche, it seems, in these last many years. But then you take it an amazing giant step further, I think, with the Omni. So tell me, first of all, what you think is the, the current state of VR in gaming and where, do, where are we headed into tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. VR took, a, uh, took some time to take off uh, mass markets. Uh, it really f- 
followed the, the Gardner hype cycle, for those who are familiar with that. It was a peak of the hype in 2015, 16, and then the trough of disillusionment. You know what, VR, it's not taking off as much. There's not yet tens of millions of headsets in the field. What's going on? And now we are in this, what I call a slope of enlightenment. VR is now steadily taking off. Uh, Oculus Quest, for example, which is a, a, a consumer product, $300 for the headset, great headset. They are approaching the 10 million unit mark. So mm. certainly getting there, now finally getting to that mass market adoption. We indeed take it to the next level. With the Omni, you're not just sitting down. You're not just standing in place with a headset on and pushing buttons on, on a controller to move around. With the Omni, you, you are physically moving around, walking around, running around inside that virtual world. Uh, so we do take it to take it to the next level. It's almost like in the movie Ready Player One. You know, if uh-huh. some have seen that movie. That that's really what we offer. It's it's we put players inside the video game or inside the, the virtual world. In fact, you really help a player to be one with the game in every sense of the word. I mean, we talk about these VR headsets, you know, Facebook's Oculus, all this other stuff, and that's fine for some people, but. You're not knocking over a coffee table or tripping over the dog or or something of that nature. You're actually immersed in a game. And when it calls for walking or even running or backing up and so forth, you're doing it. And you've got wireless controllers. Again, we're showing this on the video right now at intotomorrow.com. So you've got to really see this. Even if you're not into gaming, this is awesome. This is truly a cool product, I think. Yeah, th- thank you, Dave. And, and it's beyond gaming. Uh, gaming is certainly a clear application. Uh, lots of gamers out there that want to be truly immersed in, in the game, and that's what this offers. But beyond gaming, you can think of uh, you know, virtual tourism, you know, walking around inside uh, Paris wow. uh, it, it, virtually. Yeah. Or uh, enterprise applications as well, like training and simulation, exercise and fitness, you know, trade shows, events social gathering. So there's many more applications beyond gaming of VR and of the Omni specifically, which truly allows you to move around naturally inside those virtual worlds. And that, that makes a big difference, uh, highly immersive. And, and Jan, you bring up yet another good point, and that is even just a physical fitness opportunity. I mean, I'm lucky if I manage to get on my run-of-the-mill treadmill, you know, a standard treadmill, but I can't even do that if, if I don't have the TV on across the room and crank it up and try to be somewhat motivated in that sense. But if I if I'd used an Omni, I would see that, number one, I'm not going to fall off the treadmill either. Explain to the radio audience who have yet to see this video um, how that works, how you're kind of, in a sense, strapped in. But I don't mean that in a confining way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are held in place with Omni One. You wear a, a, a vest uh, that is part of the, uh, the system. And, and you are right. You, you cannot fall. You cannot trip. You're securely in place, but you are able to move around in 360 degrees. And you are correct. You are burning calories while playing video games. Oh, yeah. It is a treadmill. You are walking or running. Some of our players are running at full speed, you know, playing a first-person shooter game, highly intense. And and, and that, that part is, a, is appealing to, to many. Hey, I can play video games, but hey, this, this may also help me stay in shape. Or parents who want to get their kids off the couch 
uh, hey, play the Omni. At least you're moving around and not, and not sitting on on your butt. So, so yeah, that's, that's true. It's a nice side benefit. What what a great marketing opportunity! Hey, parents, get your kids off their butts. Uh, I think right there you're going to get a lot of attention. Oh, how do I do that? Uh, and then work on some financing or something, and they'll say, you know what, it's very worth it by all yeah. means. So now, uh, again, for the radio audience yet seeing the video, and you've got to do that when you have a chance at intotomorrow.com. If you're driving, don't be looking at the radio. The point is, imagine. Imagine kind of an oversized satellite dish is probably a good way to describe it that you're walking on, that you're standing on, um, and you're literally moving inside this uh, concave disc, I guess is a good way. How do you describe the base? Yeah, you did that pretty well, David. <laughs> concave uh, dish is, uh, is a good way to put it. Yeah. Good. And now, do you need special shoes or something? Because it looks like you're doing moonwalking in some cases or or kind of like Michael Jackson, where you're sliding. And it seems mm. to me that you can't do that in like a regular pair of sneakers. You just get stuck there. It, exactly. <laughs> the whole technology is based on low friction. So it, it, it's a treadmill, but it doesn't have moving parts. It's not that you have belts you know, rolling around in, in various directions. It's actually based on low friction. It's a low friction base. Good. And you also wear low friction shoes. Uh, so you basically slide on this dish, but the shoe is designed as such that it mimics a natural gait. So to your brain, it actually feels like you're walking on a treadmill, yeah. um, but but you're actually sliding. So that that's really the, the key to this technology. Jan, there is so much more to talk about that if you don't mind, we're going to take a quick break, pay a couple of our bills, especially to be able to afford something like this, and then come back and talk more with Jan Goodluck, the founder and CEO of Virtuix. It's V-I-R-T-U-I-X dot com. And be certain to come by intotomorrow.com and check out this video especially. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text STAY to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text STAY to 321321. That's S-T-A-Y to 321321. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're talking with the founder and CEO of Virtuix and run around in VR. This is full body virtual reality and esports for your home as well. Coming up later this year, we're talking to Jan Goodluck. I understand, Jan, that you organize a lot of esports events as well. Does that include the Omni and, and the being able to do some virtual reality gaming with it? Yeah, exactly. Esports is an up and coming trend. It's basically competitive gaming, video yeah. gaming, people mm-hmm. making money and being part of teams 
playing video games, uh, which is becoming more and more popular here in the U.S. And seems like more and more people making money doing that, which is interesting. A lot of people like, wow, must be nice. I love to play video games. Imagine doing it for a living. Well, it doesn't happen to a lot of people, but those that can achieve that, good on them. Good on them, but they will tell you that it's no longer just a hobby. They work out, they have a training regimen. It's intense. It's almost like, it's it's like, literally like being a, a professional athlete. Uh, most of them will tell you that it's no longer that much fun either, you know, once you do it competitively. Yeah. But but we do it too with our uh, Omni Arena attraction, which we have at places like Dave & Buster's, those kind of entertainment venues I mentioned. And there's weekly and monthly esports contests with a $100,000 prize pool. Wow. And so every week, players come play. They can play on the Omnis, and they can win prizes if they, if they hit the, the highest score. And the neat thing is that we add a physical element to that video gaming because, yes, it's a video game, but, hey, you are also physically active on the Omni. So we add wow. physicality to the esports part, which is really exciting, both for players and also for the audience. And I like the fact that it doesn't seem that there is much of an opportunity to hurt yourself. As I mentioned earlier, with just a plain VR headset, you want to try to walk around a little bit, you may be tripping. I've seen way too many people doing that, even at game developer conferences or trade shows and stuff. It's like, really? You know, they rope off an area and they, they're standing by to catch you when you fall. That's not likely to happen with the Omni. Won't happen. No, you are <laughs> held in place and strapped in place. So, yeah, no no one's falling uh, on the Omni. Good. Now, is there an age limit, uh, lower and upper, for the Omni? Yeah, it's basically the age limit for VR in general. Uh, younger kids, let's say five years, six years and younger, tend to have a hard time seeing through the VR glasses because their their eyes are still too close together. And their so heads the are too small to hold it, probably. Yeah, the, the VR headset is too big, and you yeah. hear them say, oh, I can't, it's blurry, it's blurry, I can't see. So typically for VR in general, I'd say seven years is probably the minimum age and then there's no and then there's no upper upper limit uh, frankly as no. long as you can stand and walk at, right. at whatever right. age yep. <laughs> you you'll be you'll be fine with it jan where do you see virtual reality headed into tomorrow in general certainly i'm guessing uh, a lot more of the omni sort of scenario uh, but do you think we're going to see some more ebbing and flowing and ups and downs if you will I think it's only up from here. I think we're on that slope of enlightenment of the Gartner hype cycle, as I, as I mentioned. Yeah. So it's slowly and steadily gaining bigger and bigger and bigger audiences, more users, more consumers, more headsets in the field. Uh, the technology is very good now. You no longer need a gaming PC to power VR. This standalone headset, you put it on your head, self-contained. Everything just works easily out of the box for everybody. That That's the game changer. So yeah, I think VR, VR will become more and more dominant as a form of entertainment, uh, gaming, but also more and more for other applications. I do think we'll, we'll start moving more towards Ready Player One, towards that, that movie where mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people start to spend a lot of time in VR, whether that's for gaming or other applications. Sure. And whether that's with the Omni or without the Omni, of course, the cool kids have the Omni. <laughs> of course, the, the cool rich kids at the moment. Uh, but in the meantime, though, uh, is it easy to add other games, whether it's gaming or, or ultimately to add videos for virtual tourism or some uh, physical fitness kind of videos? Uh, is it like plugging in a USB or something? 
something of that nature to to add more games since you mentioned there's not a standalone PC involved? Yeah, no, the games are part of the, the game store that is part of the self-contained headset. Okay. Uh, it's almost like a mobile phone on, on your head, frankly. Oh, gotcha. uh, and so there's a game store on, on the headset. Uh, yeah, games for VR are typically designed in a, what is called a game engine, Unity or Unreal Engine 4. So there's some work there. Uh, we have a, a kit that easily integrates with existing content, existing games. It's not that difficult to integrate our device specifically into existing VR games. Uh, but it, it's a bit more involved than just a video. It's really creating a whole 3D environment. Sure. But there's tools nowadays that make that uh, more and more easy and, and quick. And Jan, you mentioned earlier Dave & Buster's. Is that a, the, one of the kinds of places where folks can can see and even experience the Omni? That's right. Yeah, We are at over 500 entertainment venues around the world with our commercial system, awesome. uh, including Dave & Buster's here in the U.S., uh, Sky Zone. Uh, trampoline parks, those type of venues, many of those have have an Omni system. Terrific. And that's the kind of place you want to take uh, the family and then when they have such a great time, then work on, you said it's available by the end of this year, so maybe just in time for Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, the whole family yeah. can decide that's what we want for Christmas in the game room. Terrific. Get them off the butts, off the couch <laughs> and, and on to the Omni. Exactly. Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. There's and, and Omni One specifically. You can find more information information at invest.vertrix.com. We're doing a small financing round even for Omni One, which is, is breaking records. But anyone Good. who's interested in that aspect, how can I participate? How can I invest in a, in a company like ours? Actually, you can today. Uh, at invest.vertrix.com. Uh, you'll see more information there. I understand you're working with uh, Regulation A crowdfunding. What does that mean real quick? Yeah, exactly. This is a new regulation. since a few years now that allows everyday investors to invest in technology startups uh, like ours, for example, filed with the SEC, so official. Uh, usually that, before that wasn't possible. Everyday investors could not invest in tech startups. You could not invest, for example, in Facebook or Amazon or those kind of companies yeah. in their early days. You had to wait until they went public. Nowadays, with Reg A, Regulation A, you can invest in tech startup like ours. And we're doing such a campaign right now. It's almost 100% funded, I shall say. It's a $15 million round. Wow. And we're at $13 million today. And it's over April 2nd. So we're at the tail end. And it's broken records, frankly. It's, it's gone beyond our wildest dreams. So we're very happy with it. But it, it is indeed possible now to invest and participate in, in the upside potential of of VR and a product like ours. Oh, terrific. And that's because you have something that is truly of interest to a lot of people. Again, as I said, even if you're not into gaming, you've got to check out the Omni. And you can do that at Virtuix.com. It's V-I-R-T-U-I-X. Dot com. We'll get you there, of course, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And you're going to do that because you've got to see the video of my interview with Jan. And we're showing you the Omni. And we're even taking a peek at the uh, consumer version of the Omni in this video as well. So do check it out. Run Around in VR is a great way to talk about it. It's a full body virtual reality and esports for your home. And it's coming from Virtuex. Jan, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure we stay in touch when it is out on the market and available by the end of this year. we got to have you back on at the very least to talk more about it. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me. Th- thanks. It's my really pleasure. It. Sure, it's our pleasure. Virtuex.com for more. When you visit us at intotomorrow.com, you can check out that video. And again, you really want to see this because you can imagine 
all sorts of opportunities. Like, I'm personally not a gamer, but I would love to use it instead of my boring regular treadmill. I would love to take some virtual tourism trips, if you will, and walk through all sorts of things. Imagine walking through museums or something or walking through a city you've always wanted to go to. Do check it out, intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further Into Tomorrow, right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. For the weekend of Friday, September 24th, 2021, during our 26th year on the air, you're tuned into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Visit dexcom.com. And don't forget, this is your last chance. We'll remind you a couple more times this coming week to participate in this year's version of the cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Stay tuned. It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Grave line. Line, 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 line. Are you excited or are you calling me a Yahoo? Yes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Camcorders with built-in VHS or beta cassettes were bulky. The industry tried to size down with smaller cassettes. VHS-C was a reduced VHS format. In 1982, 8mm video was announced. In 1989, at the International Funkausstellung, or IFA for us insiders, Sony introduced Video 8 High Band. Years later, with the introduction of the solid-state technology at IFA in 2001, the SD card by most manufacturers, and the memory stick by Sony one year later, because Sony has to always be different, <laughs> uh, camcorders could finally be drastically reduced in size as the cards were tiny and there was no drive needed. Cassette-based camcorders started to disappear from the market. Wow. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. I haven't heard that stinger in a long time. I know. that's Your <laughs> tech history is what it is. There you go. Pretty, pretty clever, if you ask me. Oh, do you know what is folks' last chance to do this week? I think I do. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. we got goodies for you, and of course, there's still some left, so don't hesitate. If you've been waiting all summer to participate, now's your chance. From Viper, their color OLED two-way security and remote start system worth 600 bucks available. We've got an S6 Max-V robotic vacuum, True Vision Smarter Action from Roborock. Uh, LFO sent several of their Eclip baby car seat alarms, peace of mind for busy parents and save your child. They also sent several E-Therm infrared ear and forehead thermometers. If you like to cook, or even if you don't, you want to make it easier and more fun, from Cooking Pal, their Molto smart kitchen appliance that preps, cooks, and cleans after after every meal, and that of itself is worth a thousand dollars. 
Tevic Health, we've got several clear-up microcurrent devices to relieve congestion from colds, flus, and allergies. Uh, Skosh sent a plethora of prizes, including a Magic Mount phone stand for a MagSafe charger, a cup holder portable air purifier deodorizer, and a boom bottle waterproof wireless speaker with built-in Magic Mount. From Audio-Technica, quiet point wireless active noise canceling in-ear headphones. Those are worth 200 bucks right there. From Catalyst, we've got things like Vibe Series rugged case for various iPhone 12 models, Influence Series case for the iPhone 12 Pro Max, and cases for AirPods and Apple Watches, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Razer sent a Black Widow Lite silent mechanical keyboard to up your productivity, along with a Kaio webcam, perfect work-from-home webcam with built-in adjustable ring light. From our friends at Cut & Go, Into Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers, so you'll never be trapped in an accident, whether it's into a body of water or otherwise pinned. Cut & Go can help you out. From Vox Electronics, we've got a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system. And from Car Keys Express, key and remote replacement kits for many popular vehicles. So how does one participate this week if they want to win any of these goodies or some of the others mentioned at intotomorrow.com? Just click on the summer giveaway that's going to be posted now for the last time this week. You can pick up the phone and dial 800-899-INTO, or press the button. It's not really dial anymore. That's 800-899-4686. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app. Just use that message to studio button, which will uh, send a message to us. Or stop by our site at intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. And if you click the Ask Dave mic at intotomorrow.com, we ask three easy, simple things of you. Just give us your name, tell us where you're participating from, and how you listen to the show. There you go. That's all we ask. But we want you to be heard on the show by next week in order to qualify. So don't wait till next week. Call now. Participate. Debbie in Raleigh, North Carolina, listens on News Radio 680 WPTF. Hello, Debbie. I really have two concerns. One is about the ultra Wi-Fi device or similar products. I wanted to know if it would be of any help since sometimes the computer drops connections and other things happen with some of the other devices. There are too many devices and only one Wi-Fi. The other thing is when you ask Google a question and you're totally blind, she will not give you the answer. She will say, here it is, and show it on the stupid screen. Oh. Now, my other device, which is from Amazon, is far better. That's the question and the comment. I love your program. Well, thank you, Debbie. We love you, too. We hadn't heard about the Ultra Wi-Fi device, but looking at their site, there are some reasons to go a different route. It seems to be targeted at users that don't know what a Wi-Fi booster is. So they advertise features like no monthly fee, which will be true of any similar device. They also advertise that it's just plug and play. You plug it into the wall and devices connect to it and you're done. Well, that's probably not quite true for any connection that uses a password. These devices need to connect to the original network that they're trying to extend. Yeah, and there are lots of clearly very biased reviews on very suspicious sites as well. Uh, so this looks more like a black hat SEO campaign to boost a mediocre product. Uh, there are equivalent products priced similarly from better known brands. For example, the TP-Link AC1750 or the D-Link DAP1650. They'll do the same thing and they're more likely to work as 
advertised. Now, if you can afford $200, you might be better off looking into an out-of-the-box mesh system, like an Eero, a Netgear Orbi, or Google Home. Uh, those are built to do what you'll be doing with these extenders and to do it in a more seamless way. They'll also most likely get you much faster speeds if you're on a gigabit connection. More info for you and everyone at intotomorrow.com. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Thank you for tuning in to tomorrow during our 26th year, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech, products and services, gadgets, gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. We hope you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You know, new podcasters may need some help setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. And boy, did we need a lot of help. Yeah. And they were there for us. Dennis in Slidell, Louisiana. Welcome into tomorrow. I can use Google Maps, but I'm a truck driver. Google Maps sometimes sends me down roads that I shouldn't be on. Oh. Is there a good Google Maps out there? And I would like to have one that also showed radar so I'd know where it's raining. Well, Dennis, there are GPS-like apps made specifically for truckers. Look into something like Hammer truck map or trucker path as just three examples right there they're all designed for professional drivers with the kinds of needs and restrictions that everyday car drivers don't need to deal with like finding weight stations for example finding diesel and spotting the best prices among other things yeah, we haven't seen any that incorporates a weather radar as a map overlay, so you may need to keep a weather app handy for that task. But you should be able to at least enjoy routing that applies to the size and weight of your vehicle you're driving and be able to find some extra information that applies to you and your needs without having to buy a physical truck GPS like a Garmin Diesel or a Rand McNally TND. Yeah, there you go. We always want to look at saving you money. What app do you use for um, radar for you know, weather radar kind I of stuff. I use AccuWeather, which is really Accu about half the time. <laughs> but it, it goes so far as to tell me in my current location, you know, how long until it starts raining, and yeah. then it even gives me a kind of a graph. You know, this will be a light rain, and then for the next twenty minutes, and then it becomes a heavy rain, and so it kind of does that, which is helpful. And on my Android, I use uh, an app called My Radar, and again, these are free apps. You didn't pay for yours, no. right? And I don't, I didn't pay for this one, and it tends to show you. It's usually ten minutes behind. But you certainly know what you might be going into. So you can do that and it'll show you 
weather radar in terms of rain and snow and Santa Claus. I don't know. Check it all out and visit us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netflix. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.